It's everyday content for everyday people. We're on iTunes, people, and we're really easy to search. CWF Network. So subscribe today and leave a rating. This is Conversations with Friends. It's your boy, Mush Kane here. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Ali D, coming back at you. Conversations with Friends. Conversations with Friends. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Friends with me, Ali D, and Mush on the CWF Network, where we bring you big content in small pieces. Uh, look, we have a really cool show. Uh, just check it out, laugh, uh, be entertained, and uh, give us some feedback. Uh, definitely check out the uh, links in the description below. We now have t-shirts, custom t-shirts for all our shows on the network. Uh, we are also promoting um, our website, cwfnetwork.com. You can check out the show on there as well as check out some of the hosts. Um, I want you to always be entertained. I want you to always join the conversation. And as always, holla back one. My man, Ali D, what the fuck is good with you? What, what, who are you impersonating? I don't know. That's just like my Midwest. Like, that's how I would sound if I lived in the Midwest, <clears throat> I guess. You in the Midwest don't sound like that, though. You sound like Fat Albert I, trying, to, trying to be a rapper. Well, you know, my name is Mush, Fat Albert, you know. But I'm fine. Anyways. I never watched that cartoon. Oh, you missed out. That's a staple in black culture cartoons. Man, I'm trying to get a fucking new insurance quote, man. Fuck. And they keep denying me because you know I, I have a spotty driving record. Well, you 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 are known for a bumper cars. <laughs> I mean, you you do love a fender. <laughs> Drive a little aggressively, you know. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that nigga called me back and denied me. He denied me like fucking Igazalia's fucking credit card. <laughs> they like, sir, we have a new line of options of steel cars that would be lovely for your driving record. <laughs> a we steel box. <laughs> we have, we have bicycles. bicycles. <laughs> Motherfucker, you can get uh, you you qualify for a scooter with your fucking history. <laughs> man, don't say mm. that, man. I can't. Oh, sorry, my gecko, my gecko shit is not. My gecko shit is too. It's too high, man. Yo, black people always do that. They love to joke on themselves, and then they friend take it too far, and then they be like, "Man, don't do that." You be like, Yo, <laughs> "You started it. <laughs> you started that shit." Well, the, the thing is, it's always good to have a self depth to, to be able to, to self deprecate. You know what I mean? But oh yeah, you have to. You got to open up the, the 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 gates to the to the roasting. You got yeah. to. It makes you feel better too. It does make you feel better, especially when you can laugh at it. You gotta laugh at yourself. Right, right. That's why that's that's why you gotta have funny friends around. Cause uh, I know who to call if I need a quick laugh. That's for Those sure. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you didn't. <laughs> you are not the millionaire. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what's so funny? I said I said that to Leah. I was like, she was like, well, I said she said she wanted an iPhone. So I said, why do you want an iPhone? She was like, I just want one. I said, whose number are you gonna put in there? I was like, who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters? And she was like, no. <laughs> you didn't get that joke, little girl. You didn't get it. Right, right, right. Out of, out of your time. Out of your time. Out of your time. That was that was. A, I stayed with like a dad joke though. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. They definitely not gonna be fucking put that um that all female rendition of Ghostbusters in the history books. 
That shit came and gone. Oh, I don't know yeah. why they thought that was going to be funny. That was terrible. <laughs> I didn't even try to watch it. Some some of these new Yo. remakes, you just got to leave alone. But I, and I, that's I, I don't find I don't find them funny though. Like uh, what, what's the what's the uh, the, the Melissa that, McCartney? Black woman? Oh, that's a um, large white woman. Yeah. <laughs> She's not even that large, <laughs> Leslie Jones. <laughs> She's not that large. Who, Definitely who like, like M- I mean, you said, well, when you say big, what do you what do you consider? She definitely looks like a former WNBA star. She's though. over six feet tall. She's a, she's a large woman. She has heavy bones. <laughs> heavy bones. She leans. Like, she oh, my daughter, like big bones. bones. My nah, daughter, big bones. Leave her alone. If she, if she leans on you, you your shoulder going down. She, oh, you know I know about tall motherfuckers leaning on my shoulders. <laughs> you know I know that. Allegedly. <laughs> Call my lawyer. Call the Cochrane firm. Call the Cochrane firm. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't watch that, that fucking movie. That shit was... I, 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 didn't find, I don't find her funny. I didn't find Melissa McCartney funny. Who else was that? Well, she's funny from time to time in certain movies because that... Um, what was it? The Boss? That shit was kind of funny, though. She's funny in some things. And she was funny in Bridesmaids. I can't even lie. I don't find that? Amy Schumer funny. She's not funny either. Oh, no, yeah, no. I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. don't yeah, unfunny, no. unfunny uh, white women. I just don't find them funny. Um, yeah. Speaking of, but you know what's going on, though? Yo, they got the, yo, they got the bag. They got the sexual harassment bag, boy. <laughs> they, they got the bag. Everybody's coming out the woodworks. Everybody you know talking about. But you know what I've noticed, though? It's like minimal. There's no blacks being accused yet. And there's minimal black. The only the only person that that um, Harvey Weinstein acknowledged was um, was Lupita. Lupita. Basically the same. Mm-hmm. Basically the same in layman's terms. Like, bitch, I don't fuck with your black ass. You know what I mean? That's pretty much what he said. If you read between the lines, that's really what he said. <laughs> that's really I what he love said. your paraphrase of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> if you read between the lines, where's that paragraph, sir? Between the line <laughs> I don't see the hidden notes on the on the on the Excel file. Nah, I no, because you got no, I'm, I'm telling you, like when I watch the news, I, I always read between the lines because I know that's not how it goes down. Like, the yeah, that's fire. true. Mm-hmm. I know that's not how that shit go down. But everybody's coming out the woodwork now, and what's so sad is that people are like, you know, thank you so much for you know this Harvey Weinstein thing happening because now women are so brave and men are so brave coming out about their sexual harassment stories, and I'm like, yo. Niggas are still getting killed in the streets. <laughs> Damn, man. Flint still don't got clean water. Flint still don't got clean water. <laughs> and it's just it's just so fucked up that we are so fucking disrespected. Much like that shit really pisses me the fuck off when I think about it. I I have to like sometimes I you know I I read the root daily, but sometimes I have to fall back from reading that shit because I'm like, yo, this yeah, is yeah, so yeah. depressing. Mm-hmm. We are the most disrespected race in the fucking world, son. We're yeah. the most disrespectful race. How dare you? How dare you? People are coming out talking about some, you know, uh, everyone jump on the Me Too bandwagon. But you, but you, you, no one has anything to say about that. But they have something to say about Black Lives Matter, or you know, the fact that that Black because, lives actually do fucking matter. But you already know what it. You already know what it is. Like the news, like gets upset and they get like real stand up for women whenever white women are affected because it's just like when bill cosby and that shit happened and they found out all of them white women were accusing him oh let's make it a big deal when you fucking come out with this story it was just one little actress who tried to say that years ago nobody believed her and now all of a sudden all these white women come out and now they fucking want to tear his name down he's such a monster oj 
legacy. They fucking trash OJ for killing Nicole still. Like anytime there's like a white woman who's like whose name is like ran down the dust or she's sexually assaulted or killed or something like that, they they go over the top for because it's just like that Kenneke and Jenkins story. That shit is still wild to me because I just watched the interview with her mom. That shit is still wild to me. And um, yeah. Anywho, moving forward. <laughs> nah, man. That shit. That shit is fucked up, man. This whole everybody coming out. It's Kevin Spacey talking. That now they now they're, they're vilifying Kevin Spacey. They're like, oh, you know, you you're not making it about. You're trying to make it about you. You're not making it about uh, the whole the, the fact that you sexually harassed a 14 year old boy. But you know what? <clears throat> his re- his response was definitely the response of a man. Oh, <laughs> that that definitely was a man response. Like, oh, well. I might have been drunk, so it probably sounds like that sounds like some shit I would basically that shit would translate it into that sounds like some shit I would do my bad. <laughs> I hope you I hope he wasn't offended, bro. Hope he wasn't offended. But anywho, anywho, I'm if you read between the lines, them shit said, bruh, like, let me use this as my fucking come out story. I'm sorry I touched you in a program, right. but you liked it. <laughs> no, no, he, he did kind of, he did kind of treat you like that. Like, nigga, that was mad years ago, son. You still, mad but like, <laughs> are you really bringing this up? And mind you, the response looked like it was written because he knew that the limited statute, uh, the what is this? statute of limitations were up. <laughs> like he was like, you know, I could just give whatever the fuck response I want because they can't arrest my ass. Ha ha, got you. But that's, but Jokes you know, on you, motherfuckers. But, but that's funny though. Why do you think? Why do you? Because I know there, I know there's stories out there about. About like L.A. Reid or like Diddy. Oh, you there's know got, there's, there's got, there's, but but nobody's is that is that is that the fact that because black people we just kind of like still look out for our own is that what it is? Well, I don't, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't say it as looking out for our own, but the thing is, you know, black black people in general, we were always raised to keep our business to ourselves. Like right, I don't right, care right, what right, type right. of black person you was, right. especially if you dealt with white people, you always kept your business to yourself. So I just right. think that's what, what we naturally do. And then, you know what, it's just like <clears throat> our culture is a lot of that shut up, stop Secret. crying, right. act like a boy, Secret. suck it up, it, it's going to be okay, like you'll be fine. Like it's a whole bunch of that. So we mentally fucking just go and like do that shit because I mean really if you think about it what what like what any what man period but especially a black man wants to be like um I was at my job and I was bending over filing <laughs> and next thing you know the boss like came and like groped my bottom like that shit like you would sound mad crazy on the news like looking like that but you know but you know what though I think it also has to do with the fact that that as far as in the black community sexual sexual uh deviancy has always been like the open secret you know what I mean like it's, we all know yeah. people who have been abused mm-hmm. sexually who've been yeah. raped and they don't talk about it yeah you know what I mean it's something in the family that no we'll one know about. we'll be bringing them around the family members we'll bring still. them around the family you know what I mean after the cousin gets yep. out of prison for for the shit he did and the, the little girl's like yo why is this nigga here like I'm leaving you know what I mean like come on now man it's like shit like that. There's, there's always going to be that, that level of secrecy, which black people need to change, man. And I think that has something to do with that shit. Because I know mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's executives in the, in the music industry who are, who are black because, you know, we run the music well. We, well, we don't run it, but, you know, we're, we're, we, have a, we have a face in that shit in Atlanta or in New York who have those stories behind them or people who have been on that kind of like the musical casting couch. They, you have to be for you to get to where you want to get to. Mm-hmm. You a you, you a young R and B singer, so and so can do so and so. You got a motherfucking name, Babyface, in his thirties, calling himself Babyface, trying to talk to you. I know, I know, I know. He got some shit under his belt. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust a man called Babyface in his thirties. 
Well, shit, I'm, I'm talking about the Kevin, Kevin Spacey ages. Like, that was yeah, fucking third. Yeah. But mind you, you know what's funny? Because, like, like they said the, the stature limitation is over for him, and that happened 30 years ago. But then the Bill, the Bill Cosby thing, well, I guess no, they charged well, no, them no, recent, no, for no, that all, recent no, one. All of those, no, all of those, uh, those, are, those statute limitations are over for Bill Cosby, but, but they're, they're going to sue him. Except that one recent one. Want. Oh, yeah, okay, and gotcha. constant, but they're going to sue him civilly, just like they did with OJ, because OJ still owes, owes that civil suit money. Yeah, you know what I mean Oof. that thirty-three mil. But OJ good, you know he's he good though, because they they can't touch his pension. They can't touch his pension. That's true. He good. He about to move back to Florida eventually. Definitely seen him in a picture with some young white girls. I was just like, young OJ, white girls. He, he you likes, ain't he learn. Likes, he likes, he, no, because he likes a, a young stacked white girl. Tenderoni, like, yeah, he do. He like he do like him a tenderoni. Like a but you know what that shows, what the OJ shit shows? It just shows you always see your person, you always see yourself as the person that you remember yourself to be. Because OJ probably still see himself as this young, thriving, like, body-down football player, you know, in his head. Not, like, actual mentally, but, I mean, mentally, not physically. Yeah, he probably think he like, oh, you know, let me get these young white girls, take a picture with them. They all like, look at the old man yeah, who you, killed no, his you wife will, you years will always, ago. You will always see yourself like that. You will always see yourself like that in your prime. You know what I mean? Ugh, in your prime. You see yourself as no feeble old man. <laughs> I learned not to say that to people. I, I, I learned that was rude. That's what I what? learned. <laughs> in your prime? To tell people like, oh, yeah, you know, you look good in your prime. I bet you look good in your prime. <laughs> I found out that people get offended by that, so I had to stop. Yeah, because you're basically that. calling them old niggas. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just you saying, are. like, we all had our prime. Like, come on now. We all we all you, had it. If you just between the lines, you're calling them old. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Shit, that shit is exactly. I didn't have to read between the lines. That shit is in bold. <laughs> shit, you look great in your prime, shit. That shit is italicized. <laughs> oh, and bolded, underlined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's so. You see that Cardi B in this fucking Quavo's engaged fake news, fake news, fake news. No, but you know what? I saw somebody said. Uh, somebody said that when they get their wedding special, it better be called um, "Never Let Me Go." <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Never let me go. <laughs> I can't. Um, uh, I, I mean, you know what? Let me let me let me not hate on black on black and uh, Latino love, Latina love. You know, let them young people live, man. Even though I don't think that shit's gonna last. How long they know each other? Right, they literally just got together, and then they became hi pops, hottest couple. And like, like that's the other thing about the news. Why do they keep glorifying all these fucking like they're the best love story, and then two weeks later you see they divorce. Like it's just like stop promoting yeah, those, couples. Yeah, those relationships don't don't really don't really last like that. Because couples they all, they all have to work. They all got to work. You know what I mean? You working all over the world and you don't see each other for months and shit. Like come you're on, working that's, all that's, over the world. You got sexy people being thrown at you left and right. 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 Exactly. And it's always it's always going to be like that. Those those relationships that last a long time. I like. I mean, more power to them. But how do you make it work? And everybody wants to know what's the secret to your longevity. You know why? Because them motherfuckers probably went through went through some scandals and some cheating shit, but they got over it. You know what I mean? Or they got through it. Those types of mentality. That type of mentality doesn't doesn't um, equate to to uh, the mentality today as far as relationships are concerned. It just doesn't. People are always willing to be like, you know what? Well, I would just leave his ass. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. shit. Way, way back, not long ago. 
Simple as that. Yeah. It's just like the whole so you, it's just like the whole reality TV thing. I'm not. I'm trying to figure out. I, I was watching the. Um, well, I do want to watch uh, Scared Famous, which I think is going to be hilarious. Classic. classic. Um, but I was watching. Um, I was watching the trailer to uh, Love and Hip Hop New York. Now I haven't seen any Love and Hip Hop for since. Uh, let me see. Ooh. Maybe shit since maybe when when Peter Guns was was on there. Oh, that wasn't that long. Before, when him and when him and the girl from a, from the butterfly, the butterfly girl, when they got together, I haven't seen him since then. When he had them two bitches looking stupid on on national television. Oh yeah, but um, he still does. But uh, so I, oh, he's still on the show. I don't remember. So, I don't watch. I don't really watch I don't, it. I, I only watch. I didn't, I didn't see him in the preview. Yeah. I saw. I saw Rich. And, now here's my thing. The preview was mad funny. I was cracking up. I like cracked up because one, how is Rich like? What, is he sitting down with a team coming up with fucking storylines every season? Yep. This nigga has, is now a diabetic. And he's like, they show him, like, shooting himself up with the in vitro shots. And, like, you know, I mean, the... Uh... <laughs> shooting himself up with the in vitro shots. <laughs> shooting himself up with the in vitro. Okay. With the insulin. But, I mean, shit, that might be his next storyline. He probably, he probably going to fucking transition next storyline. I mean, well, they fucking gave an abortion on television and nigga. watched Jocelyn then, pee on a stick to find out if she was pregnant or not. So. Nigga, nigga. Then fucking Yandy's, Yandy's mother-in-law is apparently the pussy police. She like, you out here. Yandy's like, I'm just, I'm just working on my clients and being with my kids. And then she like barge into like whatever fucking uh, fucking studio, quote unquote, they were in doing this photo shoot. She was like, "This is how you dress around these artists." She was talking about. She's like, "Don't worry, man. DC, I hold it down." So you expect this bitch not to get no dick for ten years? <laughs> None. Seven on good behavior. I'll back that bitch up right outside the courthouse. Like, come on. I know your nigga. I know your nigga ain't gonna be here for for a while. Right. Who gonna know? <laughs> Who gonna know? Who gonna know? <laughs> Who gonna know? You know that's a line that gets you in trouble. That line gets you in trouble every time. Who gonna find out? But, Who gonna find out? But 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 in the preview, the PS de resistance of this preview was fucking Lil Mo is now on the show. Now Lil Mo, I fuck with Lil Mo, but here's what they had her doing. Apparently, her man's cheating on her because you know who's who's man is cheating on her. But she was in the middle of, like, I guess it was, like, Central Park with, like, Lord. this fucking, uh, doing this, like, piano solo and singing next to... Who the fuck hauled this fucking whole sign, this fucking baby grand out there in the middle oh, of the park? Boy. And why Who's are you ass fucking, out of here? this fucking acoustic version of fucking Superwoman? <laughs> was she really? It wasn't even she a new doing, single? Nah, she was doing something I never heard of before. <laughs> something I never heard. Something I never heard. <laughs> you got me girl on you. <laughs> right in Central Park, like Mo, sit your ass down. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes I forget that she's from New York, like because she's been in Baltimore for so long. For so long, right? She has been. Like I forgot, I forget that she, you know, was rocking them blue bangs. <laughs> Man, that shit was, but but it, but it brings me back to the question of like, what's what's the real ver- the real reason behind reality TV? Like, is this supposed to make stars? Supposed to like you know put you put you your platform onto a different level? Like, but you know what, Craig? Reality TV. You know what? I really think that it's it's not for us. Like, there are people who really enjoy watching that. There are people who really try to dissect. And it's always funny when I when I when I talk to people about reality TV, and they're just like. 
you know, I don't like her because I just feel like she be trying to be in everybody's business. And I just be like, but you do know that's really the editor of the show who's right. <laughs> cutting who's cutting to this, this other scene where she cut her eyes to the side because there was a fly in front of her. But you're going to cut it and make it seem like she cut her eyes at the girl and then they're going to throw pretzels or whatever. Like, it's just it's so staged at this point. And I would just rather they just say, Love and Hip Hop starring Safari and Hazel Lee and all these other people, and it'd be a scripted show. Like, make that shit just like a scripted fucking soap and call it a day, and then it will be so much more funnier because we know that these people are just on there acting a fool on purpose instead of them doing it and trying to be like, this is my life, and I just want to blame the editing. <laughs> no, you want to blame yourself, but, dummy. But that's what that's what kills me, though, because I'm just kind of like, I just don't understand why. I mean, I understand why people work for reality TV and why some don't. You know what I mean? Some people are boring. That, that's just their, they don't want to put themselves right. out there that much you know, in an outrageous light. But I understand where, like, back in the day when it first came around, and I'm not, I'm not going to go back all the way to the early 90s with the real world. I'm talking about, like, you know, with the flavor of loves and shit. Like, mm-hmm, New York mm-hmm. really became a fucking bona fide reality star off of that shit. You know she what did. I mean? She was, like, the first, she was, like, the first one of the first ones. And she could still get have, on TV and still entertain. She's mad. Like, she, you know that she came into the game. Like, she came into reality TV knowing that, like, I have to do some type of gimmick in order yeah. to catch on because she came from um, Flavor Flav, who had a gimmick. Yeah. Like, that's when, like, reality TV was very gimmicky. But reality TV also shows you who has, like, real business worth ethic and who's just trying to get the 15 minutes of fame or the limelight. Because this has been so many people who be like, I'm in this studio, recording my new single, and then you never hear no music for them. Or, like, you see yeah. people who you think would have so much star power because of who they are. They get on that shit and make themselves look dumb, or they you just realize how stupid they sound in actual interviews and shit. What so about, it's a real what dicey. About the, what about the celebrities who go on there to like revamp their brand, like a K. Michelle or? Um, but a that's Mo what I'm saying. Like a Remy, like Remy Ma. It, it it works because in Remy Ma's situation that worked. You coming out of jail, she needed a platform like that to be like, okay, you know what, like. I need mm-hmm. somebody to see that I'm not this hard bitch trying to cut people out in the streets or shoot people and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that, but then when you have a situation like, let's say, for example, Keisha Cole, like I don't think that Keisha Cole had to go back to loving hip hop to rebrand herself. I don't think it was Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole. Oh, the singer. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't think she needed to with it. But you know what, though? The thing about Keisha Cole, I was watching an interview with her because, you know, she's promoting that new album. Um, and I was watching an interview with her. She, yo, she's hurt. Like, she's really hurt. Every time I look at her, she's, she's yeah. bad, though. That's one thing I will say. She's bad. But, she, I mean, she's a Libra. Libra's always going to, you know, they would always pull ourselves together. Oh, is she? I never knew that. But, that's why maybe that's why I yeah. like her so much. Yeah. But she, like, talking about her ex-husband or talking about her mom, like, you could tell she's really, like, broken. And she really hasn't, has never dealt with the shit. And I think that her music is her therapy. But I think she needs real therapy, and not no fucking Ayanla, oh, which is one of the greatest shows on earth, by the way. <laughs> one, of the best, one of the best comedies ever. <laughs> like it's up there. She's like Ayanla is up there with Seinfeld. She is. She's up there with. Seinfeld. She's up there with. She's up there with uh, with, uh, with Carol Burnett. She was so fucking, stupid. Uh, not Seinfeld. <laughs> Curb your enthusiasm. The Parkers. She's right there with them. She's up there. As far as the comedians are concerned, Yanla, Samore, and Monique. They're, they're, they're right there. That's in that order. Yeah, anyway. Those are the real queens of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. 
Yeah, but no, but but seriously, but I, I don't think that Keisha Cole needs like she, she. I don't. I didn't think she needed that platform, but I understand why she did it because she did want to get her name back out there a little bit. She probably needed a little bit of money as well, and to also get Booby's platform going, whatever the fuck he's because apparently he's supposed to be a rapper or some shit. But she had that kind of drama in her life, and she had Frankie in her life, and she got Nessie in her life. You know what I mean? Like all that negative kind of energy that's constantly around you, that shit will mm-hmm. fucking rob you of your fucking like happiness, man. It really yeah, will rob, rob you of, of your of your actual like inner wealth. Damn, that yeah. was prolific as shit. I just said some prolific ass shit. Look at you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Taking them fucking Yanla lessons to heart, huh? Shit. <laughs> Yanla, Yanla be talking mad shit to the people. Yo. She be talking mad shit. Yeah, she do. Because when she called Nephi a gutter snipe, I'm like, see, those are fighting words. I'm like, like I would be like, bitch, I don't know what that means, but I feel like I want to fight you about it. Yo, that shit is fucking hilarious, man. That shit's fucking hilarious. But it is what it is. Um, you see, I, let me tell you something. One thing I can't, I can't fuck with this politics shit, yo. It's it's becoming to be too much. It's like a fucking show. Yeah. It's like a it's like a joke. It's a joke. A shit it's all show. Joke. I don't care. Like don't this care is a true meaning of a shit show. Like when white people no, say no, that, like no this shit. is a huge shit show. Like no, this is exactly what no, they mean. No, that's what I heard. That's what I heard them saying in the gym yesterday. The the, the old white guys they were like Trump shit is falling apart. And then the you know the other white guy was like, yeah, why they all stand around in the locker room butt ass naked? I I don't understand. I don't I don't get that. Why, the, when I go to the gym, I go there to work out and go the fuck home. These motherfuckers be having whole conversations butt ass naked, walking around butt ass naked in the sauna butt ass naked. I'm like, yo, you have a whole towel in your hand, sir. He's like, I'm not gonna wrap that around your. Because you because you right. know why? Because once again, in the black culture, we grew up with. Put some clothes on that shit gay. Ew, why the fuck you standing on that shit gay? Oh, my God, motherfucker, you mad gay. Ew, you looking at me, you gay. <laughs> I, don't so, think, I don't think it's that. I think you should just have common decency. Like, why are you just walking around the locker room butt-ass naked like that? What but that's what talking? I mean, because but that's you, because you were taught to not do that. Like, not stand in public and shit with your fucking balls out. Because, <clears throat> I mean, it, it can't be something that you only, like, because every, every time somebody says that, they be like, Man, I saw this young black guy standing in the locker room, no clothes on. You always hear it, it was an old ass white man, <laughs> like uh, all the time. I've never, never, I've never heard anybody say that. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. You never hear them say a young person. It's always I've seen an old oh, white man standing oh, oh. in the locker room. Like it's always them. Yeah. So it must be something with the way they they growing up. Because we yeah, ain't well, doing I think, that. I think it's, I think it's a generational thing because you know, I mean, I didn't grow up with communal. They do have to do group showers. Yeah. Yeah. I told you that that one time, that one school I went to, they tried to make us take showers, and I got a smooth D in that gym class. I ain't taking no shower, please. Yeah. I go right to that sink and throw water in my face and walk right past the coach's office, like, hey. The only time I the only time I used to take a shower when I was was I mean even when I played ball I play I would I would take a shower after I, I got home from practice but um only time I would take a shower is when we went swimming and I would wash the chlorine off that oh thing. yeah 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 another, another black Cause, you know, thing because you know the chlorine thing. make you real white white <clears throat> white make your skin tight feel like it's about to bleed yeah right scratching mm-hmm. the shit all goddamn day go wash that chlorine off. Yeah, but, um, but back, to my, back to my point about the whole podcast. Like, we don't really care about this shit. You know what I mean? We honestly don't care. It's, it's just so much shit going on as far as, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still keeping abreast of what's going on to a certain extent, but it's just, like, political overload in this administration. And there's so much political scandal in this administration. It's like it's just like, yeah. damn, like, when can we get a, when, when can the public get a fucking break? And they're not doing anything for, for the middle class or the poor. 
They're doing everything for the wealthy. Hmm. I just have two profound thoughts on this politics system right now. What? One, it feels like they fucking watching Scandal every Thursday, like, let's figure out what the fuck Olivia Pope doing and let's copy. That's what the first thing is doing. The second thing is, what's going on would probably be number one on iTunes right now. <laughs> like, what's going on? What's going on? We'll probably be, like, number one yo, on iTunes no, no, no. <laughs> if that shit came out. <laughs> yo, when you listen to what's going on, it's, it's the truth. It's, I, yo, like, that shit literally going, is true. On, what's going on in Bob Marley's war? They're all, they're oh, always yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Applicable. They're always going to be applicable yeah. because it, that's just where we are. That's just where we are in society, and, and politics will never change. It's going to always be like that. There's always going to be somebody who's going to be scratching their way to the top and shitting on everybody who's fucking get there. Nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. Simple as that. Oh, all right, so song. what's going on for the day, man? You uh, heading out to uh, the Department of Aid? I'm about to nearly rock my way into work. Um, you know, be black and proud as as you stay black. So good, yeah. So good. About to do the same damn thing. Hopefully, these white people don't get on my fucking nerves today. Goddamn crackers. Anyway, Mm. all right. Well, it's been realer than K two weed. That's a good one. You know, it's been a lot of time. I mean, it wasn't really laughable. It was more like a power piece. I'm laughing inside. I had my fist in the air when I said it. So if that meant anything to you. Yeah, Joe, what? My fist in the air. My black fist. That makes it much better. Oh, okay, okay, great. Works. Thanks. See you later. (laughs) Hey, what's going on, friends? It's your boy, Mushke here. Back with another new episode of Conversation with Friends with my co-host, Ali D. Only on the CWF Network where we bring you big content in small pieces. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. You know, the funny thing about reality TV is like a lot of these stars, they come and go and you wonder what the hell happened to them. Like that must suck if you have to like go from going on TV to going to working at whatever store you was working at before. Anywho, let us know what you think below. Comment below, um, share with a friend and discuss it while you're at work at the water cooler. Also, be sure to check me out on my new show, A Story to Tell, every other Wednesday on the CWF Network. Um, It's going to be funny. This week's episode is great. So if you haven't checked that out, check that out now. Um, And as always, help the CWF Network grow. We have t-shirts available, as Ali D said. So make sure you click on the uh, link in the description below, along with our sponsors. And check out the other shows on the network. And until next time, folks. Don't hold your breath. Follow us on Instagram at CWFP underscore. This is Conversations with Friends Network. Okay, bye.